Hi folks, it's Matt here from the Ask the Arb podcast. Before we get stuck into today's podcast, I'd just like to ask you a favour. If you've ever got any value from this podcast, you could do us a massive favour by going to wherever you get your podcast from and subscribing to the show and leaving us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at go-rover, and that would be fantastic. So let's jump right into today's. Hi folks, Matt here from Ask the Arb. Um, today I would like to go back and actually visit a subject from <laughs> from my rant from a couple of weeks back. So um, I thought it's all very well and good going on and on and on about an aboricultural clarker works and why it is important to get them instructed and in place and all that kind of good stuff. But what we haven't done up till now is actually talked about what is a a cow so um for the purposes of this podcast i'm going to make several assumptions assumption number one is going to be that you have full planning consent full planning permission and you've got a decision notice from your local planning authority in your hand assumption number two you're chomping at the bit to get started on site So within your submission to the LPA, your aboricultural consultant will have produced um, a few documents, a tree survey, an aboricultural impact assessment, and probably an aboricultural method statement and a tree protection plan. And within the aboricultural method statement and tree protection plan, it will talk about how the trees that are going to be retained through the project will be successfully retained and protected through the development phase and and beyond. If those two documents weren't produced to go in and support the application, the AMS and the TPP, you may well have a planning condition on your decision notice that says that you need to produce an AMS and TPP to discharge that condition. Um, It's becoming rarer for that scenario to develop now. Probably since COVID, we're starting to see local planning authorities more and more front-loading applications now. They want to have confidence that uh, the protection measures are going to be in place because once they have issued your decision notice, then quite often they have then lost um, the ability to successfully protect those trees. So if you do have a condition to produce the AMS and TPP, you're going to have to uh, commission a aboricultural consultancy to produce those documents for you and within those documents as part of the ARB support package they're going to be elements that you need essentially a watching brief for and the watching brief is essentially exactly what it sounds like watching certain operations on site feeding into certain operations on site to ensure that trees don't get damaged it takes seconds with a digger or even hand tools sometimes or even material deliveries to do untold damage to trees on development sites and we see it all the time trees look fantastic within the um within the landscape grounds once the once the developers pull out all looks beautiful and within about a year 18 months sometimes slightly longer the trees start to drop their leaves they start to have a general lack of vitality and crown die back and before long they're dead um And if those trees have been marked for retention, often they're quite near to built footprint or they might actually be in quite a tricky location and it becomes a very complex 
complicated and expensive mission to remove those trees post-development. So far better to make sure that your tree protection is in place and robust. So for this watching brief, you need your arboricultural clerk of works. Now, the ACAL, it's a formal role undertaken by a third party who are basically an appropriately qualified arboricultural um, consultant. It used to be, when I first started, kind of 20 years ago, that the arboricultural clerk of works role would often be fulfilled by the local authority tree officer themselves. Uh, Now it's nearly always done by contractors or third-party consultants and they the ACAL has to submit records to the local planning authorities tree officer throughout the project just to keep them up to speed on what is going on so basically you're instructing them but they're acting on behalf of the local planning authority which as you can imagine leads to all sorts of uh, conflict and issues so essentially what the role involves is um, site supervision of construction works to an agreed schedule that will be set down within the arboricultural method statement or the AMS or if it's a plan-based AMS it will be on that tree protection plan. The British standard which you often hear me refer to BS 5837-2012 at section 6.3 sets down exactly what is involved within this role and what will be referred to by the, um, the local planning authority. So it's not your consultant being difficult. This is set down in the British standard and it is what the local authority will accept. Um, you as the developer, homeowner, etc. will commission this role and the starting point will be a pre-start kickoff meeting with the site contractor to help them understand where they can put materials, where the tree protection fencing will be, any uh, special construction techniques that are involved, um, landscaping, all that kind of stuff. So it's a they're, the clerk of works. They're a really key member of the construction team, and it's important to refer out to them because quite often they won't be based on site. It will be something that involves a number of visits throughout the construction phase. Um, so after that initial kickoff meeting, the next stages really just depend on the complexity of the site, but they will involve, as I say, site visits to check uh, fencing, ground protection boarding, monitor excavation near trees, feed into site problems and queries, and this is not an exhaustive list. It is important to remember the role is legally enforceable. It forms part of your planning permission consent and normally a letter is required to be sent to the local planning authority before you start to inform them of your appointed consultant and to get that condition discharged. It just depends on the wording of the condition. Um, the clerk of works, the arboricultural clerk of works or ACAL will keep site visit records. They will send them to the local planning authority after each visit or they might send them to you to forward on um, just clarify that in your in your kind of fee proposal and see what it says on smaller schemes certainly i will try and take a pragmatic approach and um, help people out by managing some of the acal visit stages by uh, photos remote video calling and things like that if you've got a small site small domestic extension residential extension with perhaps one tree that needs to be protected you know we can if if you send us video and photos that are good enough um, <clears throat> and there's no reason to move that fencing, we can we can sign off on that remotely, which helps manage costs. But um, just bear in mind, 
If the requirement is listed in your decision notice, it is non-negotiable. You must commission the service. So today, I would have you consider the possibility that if your decision notice states you need an aboricultural clerk of works, you want some free advice, reach out to me. You can get me through our website uh, or just pop a comment on one of the podcasts and I will uh, I will jump on that for you. All right, thanks for listening, folks, and I will see you on the next one. And that's it for today, folks. Thanks a lot for listening to the RCR microcast. Remember, if you've ever had any value whatsoever from this podcast, you could do me a massive favour by heading over to wherever you get your podcasts and leaving us a review. Thanks a lot for listening to the show, and I will speak to you on the next one. Cheers. Bye.